Welcome back to Encore Radio. This is Dr. Laura Murillo, and joining us up next is a representative from AARP Houston, Outreach Director Isabel Longoria, great friend of the chamber, and AARP has been very engaged with our chamber for many years, and I have been so very impressed with their website, their programs, and their many different topics that they cover for people that are really interested in having a better quality of life. I have learned so much about so many different areas of service that they provide to our region. And to talk to us more about those areas of service is Isabel Longoria, who, by the way, we recognized uh, last fall at our big, big gala here in Houston as our Senior Executive of the Year. And she's here on the radio with us this morning. So welcome uh, to her and good morning, Isabel. Morning. Thank you for having me on, Lauda. I love the chamber and all the work you do to get uh, great information about What's going on in the county, you know, well, all the time? Yeah, there's there's so much uh, happening, and we really appreciate you joining us because, as mentioned, AERP has been a great partner to us, and you have so much information that's easily and readily available for folks that have a computer that can just go online, but you're also out in the community every day with educational outreach. So let's tell us a little bit about uh, the older uh, workforce and some of the things that you guys are doing to support individuals in this space. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we know, and I think we're all starting to feel it, right, is that folks are getting older, but as they're getting older, they're living longer. Um, we know that the retirement age, for example, the federal retirement age is officially starting to creep up, and we expect it to go from 67 to 68 in the future. Uh, it's not coming down anytime soon, but we also see that in the workplace, right? We have friends, we have colleagues who are getting older and saying, hey, I'm 65, but I'm not ready to retire. I still love what I do. I still want to be active. I don't want to just go home. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does it mean for me to maybe be in this office or another office, right? Uh, I've put my kids through college. My partner is good. Uh-huh. We want to have fun. So should mm-hmm. I quit or should I stay? Yeah. And do you all provide scenarios in terms of if it's in their best interest to go ahead and retire and take that Social Security? I mean, are there is it that down to the detail or is it a broader kind of landscape? Yeah, well, we do it all. So we work with our Social Security office to do that calculation for Social Security, right? Do I need to stay now? Do I need to leave in a couple of months? Um, We also have some financial planning quizzes, if you will, that are totally, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, absent of any company. uh, And we just say, okay, do you have the money to last or do you maybe need to think about a part-time job? And then you're right, too. We do that stuff that says if you need a part-time job or if you need to stay a little longer, what do you actually want to do now okay. um, if you're not so income restricted? And I think for many people, we're seeing what we call part-time retirement. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to leave and open my own business now mm-hmm. uh, that I've got a little more financial security and experience. Well, and maybe switching from something they've done for a while to, as you mentioned, something that they're passionate about that keeps them engaged and they're not ready to sell off into the sunset, but transitioning. And so I know for a fact that you guys have a variety of different um, programs where you can go in and, and input information and it, and it provides you a report in terms of, you know, where your strengths and skills are that can help you once again navigate those waters. Yeah, and we even have <clears throat> workshops in person called our Job Force of the Future, a job search in the digital age. Uh-huh. So if you've maybe been in your workplace for 20, 30 years and you don't know how to use those LinkedIn's or those Indeed's or Monsters or all that, uh-huh. we have coursework that you can find on our website, aarp.org slash Houston, and you can also practice, and this is important, your networking skills. Oh. So if you said, I haven't interviewed in a while, I don't know how to sell myself or pitch myself, you can go to one of our networking cl- courses for free um, in Houston. 
Well, that's incredible. I did not know about that. And again, it's just amazing. If you've not visited the AARP website, do yourself a favor. Go in, take a look at it. The resources, Isabel, are just exceptional. I, I don't know that there's another group that's doing what you guys are doing in terms of the options and offerings you offer. So tell them where they can go for more details. Yeah, you can go to aarp.org slash Houston. It has all of our upcoming events and workshops. And really, you can go even if you're not a member. We offer those kind of educational opportunities free to everyone. But also, when you connect with us at AARP, we're going to let you know about our other local partners um, who can do that, who can provide the skills, who can provide the training, who can even help you with job searching, right? Mm -hmm. Where do I start? And AARP, on top of all of that, allowed has a website um, just for folks over 50 looking for jobs, where we look for companies who are looking for experienced workers who want that different adventure. Mm-hmm. And we say, okay, these are jobs only for folks over 50. Um, and there's some incredible opportunities on there as well. Well, very important. I know another topic of conversation that we've had with you guys is on caregiving. More and more we're seeing uh, parents uh, living with their children and being part of that environment and all the challenges that come with um, being a primary caretaker. Talk to us about that space and what are some support and resources that are available. Yeah. So if you've decided that you want to stay in your workplace a little longer, or perhaps you have to because you are caregiving for someone, what we're telling companies is um, – if you're not providing caregiving benefits, and that can look like flex time, that can look like letting your employees know about FMLA, Family Medical Leave Act, and how it applies to caregiver and all those things, um, people are going to go look for companies that actually care, right, and that actually think of them as family members and will help understand that when your employee leaves at work or leaves for their day, their work isn't over. Most caregivers and most employees are caregivers. They are taking care of their family members, Mm -hmm. children, spouses, parents when Mm -hmm. they get home up to another 10 to 20 extra hours a week. And so if companies aren't recognizing what's going on at home, Mm -hmm. right, and using our AARP caregiving resources and employee toolkits to say, what can I do to support, you're not going to be competitive. And people are going to say, hey, the salary is great, but if that's, you know, it's more important to me to have a flexible schedule, Mm -hmm. your your experienced employees are going to leave, and then you have to figure out how to hire new folks, train new folks, and fill that experience gap. And it may be something that is seasonal, it may be that uh, they're transitioning, for example, moving that grandparent out of their home into their home and they need some flex time to be able to get them in. And, and that's something that companies can do because I think when we hear about providing incentives right away, our antenna goes up and we think this is going to cost money. But the reality is going to cost us more if we don't help accommodate these exceptions and be thoughtful in terms of what this looks like for these employees. It's just very stressful, as you know, Isabel, just trying to get appointments, needing phone time just to help, you know, get prescriptions, et cetera. So if you're listening out there, uh, uh, business owners and even employees, uh, often, you know, it's just you asking your employer to consider perhaps flex time or different scenarios that might be accommodating for you. And, and as my mother would say, if you don't ask, you won't know, right? So we, we need to ask, and I know that AARP, you know, has information there for you to help this process be just a little bit easier. Yeah, and you're absolutely right, Laura, that uh, what we like to say is it doesn't cost any money to care. 
Mm-hmm. And we've got to have cultures and bosses and organizations that care. And like you said, sometimes it's seasonal, right? Hey, I just need um, two days and allow me to check emails from phone while I'm helping mm-hmm. uh, mom transition into assisted living. Or sometimes it's an emergency, you know. Correct. Dad had a stroke mm-hmm. and I just need a couple of days to help him go from the hospital back to a, a situation, you know. Mm-hmm. Can we just give people that compassion, give them sure. two days? And like you said, it pays off because you have an employee who's loyal, who would exactly. stay Exactly. And they and don't have to. Them. Yeah. yeah. And, and if there's any way that we can send them to these websites to get that, that information, because it can be very stressful. And oftentimes it's one person uh, that's stepping up as that primary caregiver who is overwhelmed. And we always suggest that they go to AARP. And also, uh, Isabel, we look forward to having you guys at our women's conference once again. I know that that's scheduled. It's around the corner. And so if you've not registered, please join us with AARP TDECU as we have our women's conference and it's always a full house with lots of great uh, advice and speakers. And we look forward to having you guys there talk about the many services that you all provide. Yeah, we're happy to support women caregivers and really anyone in Houston. That's right. And I think the other thing is well, I want to make sure that you touch upon is that this is not restricted to a certain age group or someone who's retired. I mean, ARP provides so many important topics of, of interest. Talk to folks that may not be familiar with it or think that you have to be a certain age to engage with you all. Yeah, you no longer have to be any age to be an AARP member. Um, What we found is, hey, 25% of millennials, for example, are caregivers. And so we want to make sure that we're providing those caregiving benefits um, and that guidance on how to age how you want over time and how to plan for retirement, et cetera, to everyone. Because if we're only finding you once you're 65, 70, 80, you've lived most of your life. So how can we help people support them throughout their lifespan and throughout their careers instead of just at the end? Well, and so put it on your calendar. Make some time to visit the AARP website, be engaged, and know that there's so many different seminars and workshops that they are putting together. And, and Isabel and the AARP team are out there in the community, so find one that suits you and know that it's time well spent. And Isabel, we'll see you at the Women's Conference on Friday, March 22nd. We look forward to seeing you guys at the Hilton Hotel. We'll have over 400, 500 attendees with phenomenal speakers. If you're not registered, please visit the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce website. And again, Isabel, thank you for all the investment and time from AARP. Thank you, and we'll see you in March. All right, see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you, and we'll be right back. 